Hello, my love, and welcome to this messy, beautiful life, the podcast. My name is Erin, and I am so, so happy to have you here. I'm a coach and mindset mentor, a recovering overthinker, an imperfect human on a journey of growth, joy, and healing, and I'm inviting you along for the ride. This podcast will explore concepts of self-development, spirituality, and harnessing our brain-body-soul connection for powerful growth and healing. It's my intention to use this space to change the narrative that says, if you are healing, you are broken, because it's just simply not true. The way I see it is that growth and healing is at the heart of us continuing to rise and evolve as humans. So if you are someone on a journey of personal growth and healing, whether it be right at the beginning or currently leveling up and really living the fact that the inner work is never truly done, then you're in the right place. And so my love, let's learn, grow, share and raise our consciousness together through the power of vulnerability and storytelling. I'm so ready for this and I hope you are too. So let's go. Hello, my love, and welcome back to this Messy Beautiful Life, the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here, as always, uh, coming back to you with another solo episode, the, I think it'll be the third last for the year. Um, Yes, it will be the third last for the year, and coming to you middle of December I hope that the silly season is not causing you too much stress uh, and that you are feeling okay as we head into the end of the year remember that the end of the year is just the end of the year not everything needs to be done by the time you finish up work Um, yeah I mean look I'm coming to you from a very blessed kind of place I was just saying to Rob the other day I'm not a huge fan of Christmas Um, Bella is very into it this year so that's been really sweet Um, but being here in Bali is just the right amount of Christmas for me Uh, we have decorated our boat bookshelf into a Christmas tree a Bali style Christmas tree and that was fun Um, we've got a Christmas party with Santa and all of the things on Saturday through her school but apart from that all of the other bits that I find incredibly stressful about Christmas, the the pressure for the perfect presents, the multiple family events, all of that sort of stuff just doesn't exist for us here this year. We are going to have a beautifully quiet and chilled time here. Just the three of us. We might catch up with some friends, but um, really, really looking forward to it and feel incredibly grateful to be here and to have made this happen for us this year because I certainly know what it's time what it's like to get to the end of the year and feel completely and utterly exhausted uh, which I am fortunate to not feel this year I'm not going to say I'm not tired and I'm not flagging a little bit <laughs> I think we all are that's completely normal but when I think about myself compared to this time last year it's just a massive difference which is a beautiful little segue into what I want to talk to you about today So this episode is the joy of slowing down part two and it seems really beautifully fitting in lots of ways that I'm talking to you about this now not least of all because this time last year I was in a completely different situation to how I'm feeling now I was utterly exhausted and I did something that was completely out of character for me and that was basically like I just realized I had to 
not stop, but, but slow down a heck of a lot. Uh, yeah, so I did an episode about this. It was my second or third episode, a second episode, I think, and you all loved it. It's one of my kind of most popular episodes um, where I shared all about uh, the journey that I went through this time last year where I focused when I did my 33 days of joy and I really focused on the things that brought me joy and what came about as part of that was this notion of slowing down, of really being much more present, much more appreciative, showing much more gratitude. And of course, other things came up. There was a lot of shadow things that came up, a lot of things that happened around, for me, around creating boundaries. But mostly, and all of that has carried through. It absolutely has this year. But the thing that has most been most obvious for me this year has been the need for and the importance of continuing to slow down. Uh, I've been exploring this much more deeply of late. If you follow me on Instagram or even on LinkedIn or if you're on my mailing list, you'll know that I've started talking about this much more, particularly because it is the main focus of my retreat uh, coming up in March 2023 here in Bali, which I'll talk a little bit more about later. Uh, but it's just really been such a theme for me this year and I've really come to appreciate just how important it is to our body, our mind and our soul, but to anyone that's on a healing journey. So when I think about back to the version of me, you know, six, seven years ago when I started on this journey, I was just so busy. I was in this constant state of doing. Um, stillness was not a thing for me. Alone time was really not a thing for me. And I've evolved so much in these past few years. But, you know, it's like what I always say, whenever, just when you think you've kind of reached this level, the next layer of the onion of your healing gets peeled off and something else reveals itself. So I did my 33 days of joy. I leaned into the discomfort I embrace a much more slow pace of life as part of that a much more present way of being but it wasn't I don't think until we got here to Bali the first time that I really realized you know how much work I still had to do in that space um, and how much the environment here supported me in slowing down even more because even though we had a really good amount of control over the way that we lived our life over the pace that we lived our life over the things that we engaged in I realized that the environment of being in Melbourne and because of the people that we were surrounded with who still very much worked a traditional Monday to Friday type arrangement that was different to ours we still very much operated to that Bella went to care three full days a week we still very much operated in this more traditional kind of routine which is absolutely okay but it was still a little bit in conflict and it wasn't until we got here to Bali where that completely changed that I realized how supportive the environment or not supportive in whatever case um, can be in supporting us to slow down being here on island time um, with different support structures in place you know a different time zone it really just allowed me to lean into slowing down even further and I thought that I was doing a good job <laughs> uh, but then about a month ago I fell down the stairs 
And I fell down the stairs on a day where I know I was feeling particularly anxious and I know why it was partly hormonal, uh, cycle related. And it was also partly because I was, um, waiting to hear back about a piece of work, uh, a big piece of work actually. And I wasn't kind of getting a response. So I was very aware of how I was feeling on the day and I had been trying to manage my energy, um, I don't know if I did it particularly well that day, but you know, you win some, you lose some. But I was actually going to get a massage, ironically, as part of kind of a self-care routine, as part of supporting this slowing down. I was finishing up work for the day and going to get a massage while Bella was sleeping. And we were going to a friend's place for a barbecue afterwards, and I was rushing to get to my massage. I was rushing to order some dessert. I ran upstairs to talk to Rob while he was bathing Bella. And as I was coming back downstairs, I was on my phone, ordering the dessert, rushing, because I was running late to my massage, and I missed the last few steps of the stairs, and I went crashing down. And yeah, I was just a really big message, I think, from the universe to say, okay, we've been giving you little symbols, we've been signals, we've been giving you little signs, and you're not listening again. You're not leveling up. You're not continuing this commitment to yourself. And I wasn't. I'd let some of it slide. You know, we were in a new routine again um, with Bella's school that was different to when we first got here. And I was feeling rushed. I was feeling like I didn't have enough hours in the day to do the work that I needed to do. And I was rushing. I was doing long stints at my desk and always feeling like there wasn't enough time. So... We then went to Bangkok for a week, so I took a bit of a break from work. I just did a couple of things. But when I came back, I committed to myself to a new experiment. And, you know, I love experiments. You know, I will always say life is all about making experiments. And if you are committed to change or healing, growth, the best way to do it is to pick something that you are interested in, that you are curious about, and experiment with it. It's the best way because... What works for me is not necessarily going to work for you, despite what everyone will try and sell each other, that they've got the solution that worked for them, so therefore it will work for you. Uh, it's all about experiment in my book. So we came back, I made this commitment to myself to do things very differently, to start my days differently, to I still look at my phone first thing in the morning. We're three hours behind, and so I do like to check in on if any emails will come in, those sorts of things. It's something that I would like to work on, but I'm also making sure that I'm being compassionate with myself about that, another very important part of this whole healing journey. Uh, but what I was doing was not rushing into my day to sit down at my desk. I would lean into how I was feeling. Most of those days I started by lighting my incense or lighting my essential oils, uh, doing a card pull and really just leaning into that and that energy before I started my day. The other thing I was doing was writing myself really good to-do lists. I'm not so great at that sometimes. I think I keep it all in my head and it's not great. And so I really prioritized the work that I needed to do in which order. And although I had a really busy couple of weeks with lots of different priorities for different kind of segments of my work, different clients um, for a board that I'm on, 
Um, I prioritize myself. I think I've had in the last two weeks something like five foot massages and a couple of no, just the one back. No, yeah, and one back massage because I'm, I can only now do that because of my leg. I couldn't lie down on my tummy. Um, I know that might seem insane slash indulgent, but it is much more accessible here in Bali, of course, but I prioritized it. I have also been prioritizing making time to go and have lunch with Rob before we go pick up Bella. Um, and in doing this experiment, in taking small breaks during the day, in really honoring the energy that I have on any particular day, like yesterday, my energy was quite low. So I was really kind with myself about how much work I did today. Bella was sick. We kept her home from school. So I did a couple of things, but otherwise, you know, sat with her and I've gotten everything done that I needed to get done. Everything gets done. It always does. And I didn't have this underlying feeling of urgency that I often have and that had started creeping back in for me lately. And that feeling of urgency for me is the thing that keeps me going. It's, it's a learned behavior that says, if I keep going, nothing bad will happen. That has since then become somewhat unconscious because my brain and my body are working together to protect me from this perceived danger that slowing down means that I will be unsafe, which is obviously not always correct. Although acknowledging that sometimes we don't want to slow down because we don't want to stop and listen to the messages that our intuition is trying to tell us or to deal with the things that we know we need to deal with. So when I talk about slowing down, I know that the old version of me definitely had would have had a reaction to that and did a lot of things at various stages of my life to avoid slowing down so that I didn't have to face the inconvenient truth of what was probably staring me in the face. Uh, and I have now deliberately chosen a much slower life. Like that is what I want. I want slow, easy, contentedness, time to enjoy. Also balanced with the fact that I'm, I was going to say ambitious. That's the word that, that's the word that came to mind, but I am a doer. I like achieving things. I love ticking things off my list and I'm here on a mission to help support other people in their own healing journeys to be the best version of themselves. So I'm not talking about having a completely slow life. For me, I'm talking about just honoring the energy at any given moment and also acknowledging that sometimes we need to slow down to speed up. So I've spoken before about the fact that I'm a generator in human design and generators have this sacral energy to keep doing, doing, doing. And I have overused that energy or abused that energy for so long because it's only really meant to be used for things that bring us joy and in response to things that come up for us. So for me, this is about honoring energy and yeah, sometimes going fast, but not being in a rush. Like it's like speed is an efficiency thing for a point in time. And the analogy that I keep, that keeps coming to my mind is, you know, life is a marathon, not a sprint, but many of us are living running marathons running a constant marathon at sprints pace you know so 
that's just not sustainable. Our, our, we're not designed for that. And I also, you know, to kind of then flip that analogy a bit on its head, I don't mind some sprints every now and then. You know, that's kind of the way I've designed my life and my work working for myself is that sometimes there are periods that are particularly quiet that are much more low key on the work front. And there are others that are much more sprint like because I have client work and I might have a little bit more client work or they all kind of come together as as luck will have it. Um, And that's okay too. I really just think the main message of this is about being much more intentional, about being much more present about honoring our own energy and our energy type if we're talking human design and just living and working in a way that works for us and i will go back and say that i believe that slowing down is a key part of any healing journey because it starts with awareness and if we don't take the time to slow down and give ourselves time to really delve into what's happening what's happening for us you know to connect to our body then you know I don't think you can do that on the run I really don't Uh, if we think about from the spirituality perspective we think about the masculine and feminine and feminine energy this is about the receiving of the being open to what is meant for us rather than striving and so you know if we want to talk about this from a nervous system perspective so when we are in a constant state of go 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 a constant state of stress like many of us are operating in that stress triggers our sympathetic nervous system and that and I spoke about this in the couple of episodes ago when we're talking about um, family trauma but what happens with our sympathetic nervous system when there's stress it responds automatically with the fight flight freeze or fawn response because it thinks it's in danger And with the amount of stress or stressful events and things occurring in our modern lives, a dysregulated nervous system has and can and has become very quote unquote normal for many of us. Um, And this is problematic because it's not meant to, we're not meant to be operating in a constant state of dysregulation. Um, And the power comes from actually having an awareness of this in the first place, because otherwise we think that dysregulated is normal. But the good news is that when we work with and support our parasympathetic nervous system, it downregulates us. So using the vagus nerve, it sends messages between the body and our brain, meaning that our body is telling our brain what to do rather than the other way around, which is what happens in the first instance when we're stressed and the unconscious thoughts drive us and put us into autopilot. So by supporting our parasympathetic nervous system, one of those things is by slowing down, honoring our need for rest, it allows us to start taking back control of those automatic responses in our unconscious mind. And Ultimately, that's what we want. And I've noticed in myself that although I'm still reacting in some situations where I'm triggered or my nervous system is dysregulated, I'm finding that I'm catching myself sooner and recovering more quickly. Um, I'm still not where I would like to be in many ways, and that's okay. You know, that's just part of the journey. Uh, But I'm noticing that by focusing on the rest and by 
nurturing my parasympathetic nervous system it's something that I can call on much more quickly like doing things like taking a deep breath in the moment are helpful to an extent but I've found that I in the past I haven't been able to catch myself in time I'm still probably not catching myself before the moment but I'm catching myself pretty quickly afterwards and so yeah it's not necessarily about living a slow life but about taking the time to slow down more than what we do to rest you know, to nurture our nervous system, to be more present in what it is that we're doing. And so by doing things like yoga and meditation, uh, breath work, massage, gentle movement, we engage our parasympathetic nervous system, which actually helps us, as I said before, to regulate the sympathetic nervous system. And these are things that we can all do every day they take time and commitment like anything like any change that we want to make but you know again even if it's starting from the notion of slowing down in order to speed up i think that's a really good place to start so you know this year has been such a journey for me i think i thought when i did my 33 days of joy it was just going to be a thing and i would then get on with it and yeah, great. I learned all these things. I learned I needed to slow down, but it has been a full 12 month experience of this really landing for me. And I remember saying to my friend, Nicole, uh, who does the human design readings you can go back and check out the episode we did together. I'm also going to be on her podcast very soon. Um, but I remember saying to her, like oh, a couple of months ago oh I really just thought I was done with this kind of slowing down business <laughs> but I realized that maybe this has been like a whole 12 month experience for me and that it needed to be much longer than I ever ever anticipated for reasons I don't fully understand yet and I think that's really really landing for me right now so if you are keen to learn more about the joy of slowing down, uh, about spending some time, taking some time out to really lean into what this might mean for you to learn a little bit more about the types of things you can do to support this for yourself. I'm running a masterclass next Thursday, the 22nd of December, 10 a.m. Australian Western Standard slash Bali time or 1 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight time. Uh, for anybody else, just check that out on your time zone converter. Uh, if you can't make it live, then please still register and I will send you the replay afterwards. I know it probably seems a little bit crazy to be doing it the week before Christmas, but actually I think it's perfect. Um, we are also, what I'm also going to do is do a live meditation that will tap into and honor our uh, need and deservedness for rest as well. So it will be a really beautiful, I've set aside 45 minutes. It may not even be quite that long, but it will be a really beautiful time to come together and slow down. Um, yeah, whether it be live on the call or afterwards via the replay, I would love for you to register yourself. You can get the link uh, down here in the show notes, or if you'd like to just get in contact with me, I can send that link to you as well. Or you can also find it in my links in Instagram. And the other thing, of course, the ultimate 
gift to yourself the gift of five days of beautiful rest is happening next year here in Bali. this is your very last chance to get yourself onto the wait list because tickets are going on sale to those on the wait list this week so by this friday the waitlist will have received all the details about the dates of the retreat about the venue and their access to the vip early bird ticket rate which is over 600 dollars off the full rate so if you are at all interested in coming along in honoring your need for rest in hitting reset nourishing your body mind and soul in bali next march then please get your name on the waitlist asap to get those details first and access those great prices the general early bird tickets the next release will happen uh, the following week um, but you will still get a much more significant discount by joining up by being on the waitlist so i will also pop the the link to that in the show notes below if this is the first time you're hearing about the retreat then i want you to picture this you other like-minded souls taking time out to focus on you and what you need by the beautiful beach of bali think connection slowing down nurturing your mind body and soul It'll be five days of yoga, meditation, self-development workshops, reflection, sharing, wellness treatments and good food. It's time to slow down and simply be. So if that sounds utterly divine and just like what you need, then please check out the details in the link below. I will pop the link in when that is available publicly. But if you are listening to this before Friday the 16th, you still have time to get on the waitlist um, and get access to those early bird prices, which the waitlist and the prices, the waitlist will be closing down this Friday um, before I release all of those details to those that are on the waitlist. It's not going to be too late beyond that, but you will just miss out on the super duper early bird VIP tickets. So I'm going to leave it there. Um, as always, what I think is going to be a really short and quick episode is stretching out because I so love talking to you in this way. And I am so passionate about this topic because I have experienced the benefits myself and I'm really loving bringing together this, you know, the interweaving this mind-body-soul connection, how important it is, how important honouring our spirituality and our spiritual practices and rituals is how much magic happens there and also weaving in the importance of the you know the science behind why it's important to rest and slow down and you know I'm really just feeling like this is very much my sweet spot I am so excited to share more about it in the masterclass next week and absolutely beyond joyful at the opportunity to bring people here to Bali and share it in a more deep and transformative way in March next year. So I will leave you there, um, sending you much, much love and lots of genuine peace, calm and joy as we head into these last couple of weeks of the year. Uh, coming up before the end of the year, I have one last guest episode 
And then the final episode for the year will be a beautiful end of year visualization meditation to support you in letting go of 2022 and embracing 2023. As always, please reach out to me. Let me know what you think of this episode. Um, Keep in contact with me over the break. I'm not having a super long break because I'm super excited to get back into the content for next year. I've got a couple of ideas around doing things differently, um, but you can expect the same sort of vibe um, with much more emphasis on nervous system, healing, recovering from trauma, rest, restoration, rejuvenation, uh, and all of those good things. So sending you so much love until next time. Bye.